ordinarily, I am not a good talker. I don't, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very introverted. And um, but when I when I pick up the mic or I start to talk to people God's, about God's word, I mean, I just I just know that it's this is beyond me. Praise God. It's 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 something about even the things that we know to do naturally. The hand of God can be upon it. Glory to God. The hand of God can be upon it, and uh, you're just operating by the by the Spirit, by the anointing of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said in Psalm 92 verse 10, okay, says, my home, am I correct? My honor you have exalted. Isn't it? It says, my home you have exalted. My home you have exalted. Like, like what? Like the horn of a unicorn. And then the very next statement said, I what? Oh, Kalabashatabaya. Someone read the King James Version for me. Yes. Uh huh. Glory to God. My home, you have exalted like that of the unicorn. And I shall be anointed with fresh oil. Oil speaks about the Holy Ghost. Amen. Oil in the scriptures refer to the Holy Ghost. Also refers to the anointing. Acts 10, 38. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power. And he went about doing good and healing all those anointed, I'm mean, sorry, oppressed of the devil. Amen. So, Simply put, the anointing is the supernatural ability of God in a man's life to do things. It's not for just, it's not so that you can be a star. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. It's the supernatural ability of God on a man placed on a man's life uh, to do things uh, for God. Glory to God. And ultimately be blessing lives. God does not anoint us for ourselves. That's why a preacher can be sick and still be ministering healing to others. And they will be getting well. <laughs> And they'll be getting well. Praise God. I remember listening to Pastor Chris many years ago. He said the one time he was very sick. That he was, that's Pastor Chris Oyaks. said he was very sick. That he was actually hospitalized. 
you know, he was in the hospital bed. Uh, he had serious malaria, you know, and um, he was on drip, things like that. And um, he had a meeting that day. Said he forcefully checked himself out of the hospital. He removed the drips, got himself out of the hospital, went to the meeting ground, ministered powerfully, ministered to people who were sick. <laughs> you know, that he was still under that, you know, he still had, he was, he was still feeling sick in his body. Ministered to the people and they eventually went back to the hospital. <laughs> you would think that, oh, while ministering to people, now he will become well. <laughs> but the anointing was not for him. Hallelujah. He said, How God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and with power, and he went about doing good. First Corinthians 12, verse 7. But the manifestation of the spirit is given for the profit of all. King James Version says so. Some other version says for the common good. For the good of others. Hallelujah. So God does not anoint us for ourselves. The anointing of God operating in a man's life is not just is not for him. It's for others. Praise God. The anointing is a supernatural influence of God. Glory to God. It's it's God's influence on a man's ability. It is God flowing through you. It is God manifesting himself through you. And that's why the anointing is a privilege. Glory to God. Glory to God. Now, there's also something else about the anointing that blesses you. Glory to God. And we're going to see that. Three things that the anointing will do for you. Praise God. Number one, write this down. The anointing teaches you. The anointing teaches you. First John chapter 2. First John chapter 2. We'll read verse 20 and 27. The anointing teaches you. Verse 20, it says, but you have an unction from the Holy One and you know all things. Before then, from verse 18, he, 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 he talked about the Antichrist. He talked about false doctrines. Okay? He talked about people going, he said, the, verse 19 says, there were people, from, verse 18 says, little children, it is the last time, and as you have heard, that the Antichrist shall come, even now there are many Antichrists. 
Hallelujah. Praise God. The Bible says there are many antichrists. <sighs> I remember someone asked me a few years ago that I have never taught on uh, eschatology in this church. Pastor, why don't you teach eschatology? Um, amen. If I teach eschatology, which one day, maybe the Lord leads me to teach, I, uh, it may just scatter a lot of the things that we know. Praise God. For example, the Bible tells us that there are many antichrists. So, you know, we have always thought that there is one particular human being that is going to be the antichrist. The Bible doesn't teach us that. We read, we just read that into the Bible. And you know, people have been predicting antichrist since. Praise God. Hitler was called an... Uh, people at the time, in their time, they thought Hitler was the Antichrist. Hitler came and died and, and went away. Amen. Uh, who else has been called the Antichrist? Even Obama, Bill Gates. Putin is the next Antichrist now, isn't it? <laughs> You know, the Bible says there are many antichrists right now. Amen. Okay, let's leave that. He says, even now there are many antichrists whereby we know that it is the last time. He said, they went out from us. <laughs> so the antichrist went out from us. Glory to God. For if they had been of us, they would no doubt have continued with us. But they went out that they might be made manifest that they were not all of us. But you have an unction from the Holy One that will enable you, teach you to know the difference. Did you get that? Yeah. So the anointing, the unction, unction and anointing, talking about the same thing. So you have an unction from the Holy One and you can know, you can discern. Now verse 27, it says, but the anointing which you have received abideth in you. Touch your neighbor. Say neighbor. I didn't say touch yourself. Touch your neighbor. Hallelujah. Say tell him you have the anointing abiding in you. Okay. We don't use the word abide, right? Except in church. So we have the anointing living in you. Praise God. Someone invited me for a meeting this afternoon. I'll be going to preach this afternoon. It says the theme of the conference is it's in you. <laughs> you have the anointing in you. As ordinary looking as you may look, right? You carry something. 
It's called the anointing. And that's what makes you extraordinary. That's what makes, that's what adds the super to the natural. Let's read it again. I didn't say it. It's the Bible that says it, isn't it? It says, but the anointing, glory to God. I, 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 I like what verse 26 says. It said, these things I have written to you concerning them that seduce you. What does it mean to seduce? It means to deceive you, to lead you away from. Hallelujah. You know when people think about seduction, what comes to their mind? It's, it's sex they think about. No. The Bible talks about a seductive spirit is a deceiving spirit. So you have the anointing on the inside of you to handle deception. To handle falsehood that will teach you the truth. Look at it. But you have the anointing, but the anointing which you have received of him abides in you and you need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointing teaches you of all things and is truth and is no lie. And even as it has taught you, you shall abide in him. So one of the purposes of the anointing for you to be able to bless people, you have got to be taught, you've got to know, you've got to have revelation knowledge. The anointing teaches. Praise God. Number two. The anointing transforms. Number one, the anointing teaches. Number two, the anointing transforms. Hallelujah. Where is the anointing? It's in you. Someone says, well, there are two kinds of anointing. Anointings within, anointing upon. Glory to God. Really, the anointing, the anointing upon is the expression of the anointing within. Right? It's not that there are two kinds of anointing. No, no. It's the same anointing that you have abiding in you that finds the expression to bless other people. So, the Bible tells us about Saul. Remember this, the story of Saul? Right? In Act, 1 Samuel chapter 10. Let's turn there. When Samuel um, told him that he was going to be the king of Israel, After Israel insisted that they were going to, they wanted a king. Hallelujah. If you insist on some things, God will allow you. But it may not be God's will. Praise God. So be careful what you wish for. Okay. He says, uh, Samuel told him, he said, after you have come to the hill of God, where is the garrison of the Philistines? It shall come to pass. Verse 5. When you have come thither to the city, that thou shalt meet a company of prophets 
coming down from the high place with a psaltery, a tablet, and a pipe, and a harp before them, and they shall prophesy. And the Spirit of the Lord will come upon thee, and thou shalt prophesy with them, and thou shalt be turned into another man. Saul was an ordinary guy looking for his father's sheep, met with Samuel, and Samuel told him such and such was going to happen. And when he actually got there among the prophets, like some people who are prophesying, the Bible says that Saul began to prophesy. <laughs> Glory to God. Look at that in verse 10. Verse, uh, verse 10, it says, And when they came thither to the hill, behold, the company of prophets met him, and the Spirit of God came upon him, and he prophesied among them. And it came to pass, when all that knew him before time saw that, behold, he prophesied among the prophets. Then the people said to another, one to another, What is this that has come upon the, soul, upon the son of Kish? He saw also among the prophets. First Samuel chapter 16. First Samuel 16. Look at David. Verse 13. And Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. Tell your neighbor, I'm a carrier of the anointing. You become a different person when you operate by the anointing. Glory to God. Another thing that the anointing does for you, the anointing will take you higher. You can't be the same again when you operate under the anointing. No, it takes you higher. In Luke chapter 4, the Bible tells us about Jesus. Verse 14. And Jesus returned in the power of the Holy Ghost. Luke 4 and verse 14. He returned in the power of the Holy Ghost or in the power of the Spirit into Galilee and there went out a fame of him through all the region roundabout. You know, as a child of God, God wants us to bear fruits. Amen. He doesn't want you to be fruitless as a Christian. The Bible says that you will be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Your leaves will not wither. If your leaves will not wither, it means that 
God wants you to be like a shade, to provide a shade for people. It means that you know, a tree is useless if a tree is not beneficial. Hallelujah. And it says you'll be like the tree. If the tree cannot provide the things that a tree ought to provide, the tree cut. It's better to cut the tree down. So God builds you up as a tree so that like the birds of the air. You know, the birds of the air can't find a shade under a tree that doesn't have leaves to provide shade, isn't it? So when Jesus came in the power of the Spirit, his fame spread. Why did his fame spread? Because Jesus went about doing good, healing those oppressed of the devil, bringing the power of God to bear in the lives of others. And so his fame spread. The more you begin, the more you, 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 you are a blessing to others. Are you listening to me? Praise God. The more you are a blessing to others, the more, the, more, the more your fame in that sense will spread. Hallelujah. The Bible says that you are the light of the world, isn't it? You said you are a city that is set on the hill that can't be what? Hidden. What's the use of the anointing on the inside of you when it is not beneficial to others? What's the use? I carry the anointing. I carry the anointing. But what's the use if it cannot bless others in your office, in your neighborhood? You have been anointed to preach the gospel. What's the use of the anointing if the gospel is not being preached? He says, uh, these signs shall follow them that what? Believe. Are you a believer? Are you a believer? These signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, they will do what? Lay hands on the sick, uh, they will cast out devils, speak with new tongues, uh, they shall they shall take up any deadly thing, uh, I mean take up any take up serpents, uh, they would if they drink any deadly things, uh, I mean it, it will not hurt them. Uh, they will also do what? Lay hands on the sick uh, and the sick will recover. How will they recover? By the anointing. So the anointing teaches you. Anointing transforms you. Anointing takes you higher. See, a city that is set on the hill cannot be hidden. 
Don't hide the anointing. Amen. Let me tell you about four things. I want to use the acronym NOB. K-N-O-B. Right? The knob of a door or something. Door knob. Hallelujah. To flow in this anointing. I told you my message is very simple this morning. To flow in this anointing. Number one. You've got to know that you carry the anointing. By knowledge. I'm talking about a conscious knowledge that you've got to walk in yourself. I carry the anointing. Second Corinthians chapter 1 verse 21. Second Corinthians chapter 1. Second Corinthians 1 verse 21. Let's all open to it. I want us to read it together. Praise God. Are you there? One to go. Let's read. Now, he which established... I, I can't hear all our voices. Now, he which established us with you in Christ and has anointed us is God. Say to yourself again, I carry the anointing. You've got to know it. It's got to be a walking knowledge for you. It's got to be a walking knowledge for you. Praise God. I carry the anointing, no death around me. The anointing that was on Elisha, even after his death, praise God, some guys in a hurry threw a dead body into the his grave and that dead body touched his bones and the guy came alive when people touch you let them feel the anointing it will bring them they will come back again who don't like good things <laughs> glory to God glory to God know what you carry Isaiah chapter 10 verse 27 let's turn to it Isaiah 10 give me Isaiah 10 27 glory to God it says it shall come to pass in that day that the body shall be taken from off your neck, from off your shoulders, and the yoke from your neck. Why? Said, and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. The yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Burdens will be removed from people's shoulders. Friends, the world is carrying burdens. 
There are people around us who are carrying burdens. And we have the solution. We have the anointing. The anointing walked on the streets, isn't it? Yeah. The anointing walked on the streets. Jesus, the Bible says Jesus was going to Jairus' house. He wasn't in the temple. He was walking on the road to Jairus' house. And the woman with the issue of blood in Mark 5, right? 25. Mark 5. Says the woman said, If I may but touch him, I shall touch his garment, uh, the hem of his garment, I shall what be made whole. And she did that, uh, and straightway the fountain of the blood uh, the, it dried up, uh, and the woman got healed. So the anointing operates anywhere, it doesn't have to be inside church alone. Glory to God. What will the anointing do? It will break yokes from people's necks. It will remove burdens from people's shoulders. It will break yokes off necks. It will also do what? Remove burdens. So is there anyone carrying a burden around you? What do you need? You need the anointing to flow to that person so that it can, the burden can be lifted off the person's shoulders. When men that carry burdens and yokes come in contact with you, let the anointing touch them and let it do water, break the yokes, and what do water? Lift the burdens. We have what it takes to lift people's burdens. Don't just form pity parties. Hey, yeah. Oh, this world is wicked, though. Hey, yeah, pele. Hey, yeah. No, God wants us to do something about it. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And that's the reason why in the New Testament, uh, the anointing is not just on a few people. It is on what? Every one of us. The anointing is on every one of us. Don't look at yourself, right? As little. Know that you carried something. Glory to God. I remember the story of someone who is a king now said uh, 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 um, he always said before he became a king he said right from when to the time he was young you know he always said nobody should touch his head because uh, he said this is the head of a king that he, will, he knew he was going to become a king someday so nobody should touch his head he never used to play with his head So the guy knew that there was something that was different about him. So, and he carried himself that way. Today he's a king. If I mention his name, all of us know him. Hallelujah. So right from his childhood, his mother taught him. And so he, he went, he, he lived his life with that consciousness. Praise the Lord. 
Praise the Lord. So we've got to live with that consciousness that I have, I am a solution to my world. Because the anointing that we carry, he says this anointing is a yoke, uh, 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 destroying anointing. It's a burden removing anointing. Number two. Hallelujah. Nurture the anointing. Nurture the anointing. Nurture it. Don't just know it. We have the responsibility to nurture it. Attend to it. Praise God. How do you nurture the anointing? You have to create the right environment. You know, like a child. Praise the Lord. A child who is not in the right environment will not receive good nurture. We nurture the anointing by what affects the anointing? Association, environment, influence. So we nurture the anointing through the kind of environment that we create for it, through the kind of associations that we involve ourselves in. Acts chapter 4. Acts 4, verse 13. Acts 4, 13. Let's see what does the Bible say there. Peter and John. The Acts chapter 4, verse 13. And when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled. Somebody say they marveled. And they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. They took knowledge of them that these guys, ah, these guys are ignorant people. They are unschooled people. They didn't go to school. Fishermen. Peter and John were fishermen before they met Jesus. They were not educated. Hallelujah. But when they saw what came out of them, they marveled. They said, mm. and they just took noise. They, they, they began to think and reason from among themselves. What could have made these guys to be like this? He said, the only thing that we can point to is their association with Jesus. He said, they had been with Jesus. Praise God. How come? Okay, why didn't Saul prophesy before he met the prophet, the, the, those guys who were prophesying? Amen. The anointing you stay around, you will eventually flow in. 
The anointing you stay around, you will eventually flow in. Praise God. Yeah. I know I carry a teaching anointing. Praise God. So a typical Kingsville church member who has been around me for a while, right? That is what, that is the anointing you will express the more or the most. And also the anointing you study after, you will eventually flow in. Praise God. It was said of um, Oretha. Oretha is, uh, was Dad Higgins' uh, wife. Oretha flowed in the healing and anointing that Brother Higgins carried. Amen. Not because Jesus appeared to him. Jesus appeared to Brother Hagen, touched his hands, uh, and told him that he had anointed him with the healing anointing and all that. But by virtue of staying with him, the wife caught it. So the anointing you associate with, the anointing you flow, you, 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 you study after, Praise God. You will flow in it. So nurture the anointing. So you can study after the anointing. If you feel you is, there is a particular flow of the anointing that you see in your life, you want more of it, study after it. Study after it. Stay around it. Glory to God. Even if, you know, let's see, let's see, 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians, let me show you something there. 1 Corinthians and chapter uh, 14, verse 1. It says, follow after love and desire spiritual gifts. Especially that you should do what? That you may prophesy. He said, follow after charity, desire spiritual gifts. So there's something about desiring spiritual gifts that causes it to flow. See, God will use anything to get people blessed. <laughs> God will use, why? Why? Because God is a blesser. He just wants to bless people. So people can have wrong doctrine and God will still bless them. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You know, the, God works within the context of man's knowledge. Yeah. There are people who come into the Christianity with an idol, with their idolatry mindset, and they use the things 
and the mindsets that they had before they got born again, and they even they use it, you know, and approach God with it, and God will still bless them. <laughs> God will still bless them because He just wants to bless people. Why you are still theorizing? God is blessing them. Why you are still complaining that they are using water? God is blessing them. Why you are still saying, oh, they are using oil? They are calling one man to. They are calling. No, 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 no. God, God, God is blessing them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ah, so, Pastor, we can start using mantle. I didn't say so. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. So, when you find yourself in such an environment, don't be overly critical. Praise God. Doesn't mean that they are not Christians, they are believers. Even within our excesses, God blesses us. So that means that any means is possible. Any means is possible. But you see, when you have knowledge, there is a higher demand upon you. So I can't go and start tying cloth now and say, I'm carrying mantle. I remember when we were in school, the girl still passed. She said she, she put her pencil, she took that pencil and borrowed to church and anointed, put it inside anointing oil. So that's, but she still passed anyway. <laughs> Praise the Lord. God have mercy on us. Amen. So, but the anointing that you nurture, nurture it. Pay attention to it. Glory to God. Second Timothy chapter 1 verse 5. Look at this guy. His name is called Timothy. See, Paul's testimony about Timothy. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 5. He says, When I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you, which dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded is in you also. So, it passed from grandmother to mother to son. Environment, association, influence. Praise God. Nurture the anointing. It's our responsibility. It's my responsibility. It's your responsibility to nurture it. God has given, but we are to do what? Why? Because there, are, it's, there's so there are still so many people to be to to bless upon earth. Glory to God. Look at another example. Deuteronomy chapter thirty-four, verse nine. And Joshua, the son of Nun, was full of the spirit of wisdom, for Moses had laid hands upon him. Deuteronomy 
34, verse 9. Joshua, full of wisdom. Praise God. The Yoruba say, Omotoba Bagbagbe. How do they say it? At least if you stay with the wise, you'll be wiser. Uh -huh. Pure and simple. Or something like that, you know. Praise the Lord. My wife can do a lot of Yoruba proverbs because she lived with an, an old woman. She lived with her grandmother. Praise the Lord. Nurture it. Number three. Hallelujah. What do we do with the anointing? Don't just know it. Don't just nurture it. Operate in it. Operate it. Operate it. Salt all by itself, right, is useless. Isn't it? Salt all by itself is useless. Until you put the salt inside the food or you want to use it for as a preservative, until you use the salt, the salt all by itself is useless. Amen. You know, there were some of these great men and women of God of old that God used tremendously in, in the healing, in the healing anointing, with the healing anointing. And do you know some of them even died of sickness? But who cares whether they died of sickness or not? They blessed humanity. Even in their frailties, they still operated under the anointing. Amen. Catherine Kuhlman was a divorcee. But she did not allow that to... The, 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 it, was it God's will that she should divorce? No, divorce is not God's will, but man, it's the hardness of man's heart that causes people to divorce. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. If that lady in Abuja, if she had, if she had left that man that used to beat her, probably she, she would still be alive today, blessing humanity with her songs and with her voice. That one that happened in Abuja, you know, some, yeah, some, 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 was it this year or last year now? You know, praise God. Hallelujah. What do you do with the anointing? Operate it. You cannot be, be carrying such an anointing and just put it you know, the Bible says nobody lights a candle and puts it where? On that bushel. It's not, it's, it's not beneficial there. 
operate it. He said, in my, in my name, they will lay hands on the sick. So what do you do? When, when, when you see people who are sick, it's, lay hands on them. Say, hey, how about if you don't get well? Is that, is that, what's your business about that? What, do you, what did he tell you to do? He didn't say, lay hands on them and make sure they are well. He just said what? Lay hands on them. Praise God. And what if I preach to her and she, she, she does not listen to me? What's your own? What's your own? Your own is to do what? Preach to her. Glory to God. Glory to God. What if she snubs me? Don't you know you are Jesus' donkey? You are the donkey that Jesus is riding on. The donkey was not the one they were shouting Hosanna to. The, you are just a donkey. Say, I'm a donkey. <laughs> I am Jesus' donkey. Hallelujah. You know that's a metaphor. I am Jesus' donkey that is riding on. I don't have a reputation of my own to protect. Hallelujah. If we keep thinking about our PR, the anointing will not flow and humanity will not be blessed. Operate it. Do the works of Jesus. Do the works of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you know what? The more you operate it, the more you yield to it, the more you operate it, the more it will flow, the better it will flow. Hallelujah. The better it will flow. The better it will flow. If I want to turn on the teaching anointing anywhere, I know what to do. <laughs> I, just, I just know what to do. I know what to do. Praise God. Why? By reason of use. If I'm, I'm not emotionally at, you know, in a good state, right? And I am asked to come and teach, I know what I can do to just stir myself up. And when I get there, I'll just, yeah, it will, you will even know what's happening to me. By reason of use. Glory to God. Glory to God. So operate it. Don't just keep quiet. Operate the anointing. Amen. Yokes will not be destroyed. Bodies will not be lifted if you do not step out. Step out into the waters. Praise God. 
Step out into the waters. Huh? I remember when we were in secondary school. Oh man, we did all kinds of crazy things for the Lord. There was one young lady, one young girl, a junior, who used to come to our fellowship, you know. Um, I've forgotten her, her, her name now. Her son's name was Williams. She was on crutches. So she had bad legs. So she was on crutches. But she's gone fellowship. Then I was, a, I was the president of the fellowship then. So, of course, we had pumped ourselves up with God's word, you know. And uh, so this weekend, we said we were going to do a healing meeting. Okay, we had advertised the whole school, the boarding house. You know, we had a, oh, come, go, any kind of sickness, hey, come, the sick are going to be here, the limb is going to walk. So myself, Reverend Fosh, Dr. Kuponi, uh, of blessed memory, number of us, so we had prayed. So that evening, Bookie William, no, I think, I think her elder sister was booking one. She, she, she came. So we said, today, you are going to walk. <laughs> you know, today you are going to walk. So, so we laid hands on her. You know, small teenage boys and girls laid hands on her. We're praying in tongues. Walk in Jesus' name. Walk in Jesus' name. Remove your crutches. <laughs> you know? And we, we took the crutches from her. Glory to God. We took the crutches from her. Walk in Jesus' name. So we took her to one end of the hall. The hall was longer than this length, about two times this size. You know, walk in Jesus' name. Took her hands. <laughs> Amen. Do you know for three weeks that girl walked? Three weeks. Her legs were not completely straightened, right? But she was walking around school without the aid of her crutches. About three weeks. Until unbelief. <laughs> not unbelief from her. Her sister, um, you know, people were like, oh, they just, you must, <laughs> you know. Well, you know what? I just we, well, let's do this thing. Jesus said we should do it. Let's do it. Listen, we 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 we've got to see when we carry such mindset, you will see awesome things that God will do through you. Amen. But if you don't operate it, some of you singers, you know you. You, you, you've, you've dreamt, you know, you've seen yourself, you know, sing and people fall under the power. You've seen yourself sing and miracles happen. Hallelujah. 
Desire it. Stand up. I'll sing and things will happen. Glory to God. Glory to God. I love everything. I mean, there's, there's, there's the place of professionalism and, you know, and all that, you know. But, see, when it comes to, just know that you are doing something spiritual and supernatural and, and carry yourself with that mindset. Had the story of two people. They were in a bus. And one guy, this guy started to sing about, uh, 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 he sang a song about Psalm 23. Sang it was so melodious and all that. Then an elderly man who was in the same bus, a believer also, now sang that same song. And people started crying. The anointing fell on that place. The first one sang, it was melodious, very entertaining. But the second one, it was not as, the song was not, I mean, the, the voice was not as melodious, right, as the younger man's own. But what, what made the difference? The anointing. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, pray the anointing. Be bold to anoint, to, 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 to operate it. Be bold to preach the gospel. Praise God. Be bold to lay hands on the sick. To be bold to pray for people. Oh, someone has an issue. Can, can, I, can I pray with you? Can I pray with you? You know, when people are in trouble, when you ask them, can I pray with you? Most of the time they will say yes, isn't it? Praise God. I've told, I've asked Muslims, can I pray with you? Ankadra. Nobody rejects prayer. Praise God. At that time, I don't even need them to believe. I'll use my faith. I'm standing, I have a standing as a son of God. And I can command, I have commanding power. So I can exercise that authority. Glory to God. Glory to God. And the fourth one. To operate under this anointing. Hallelujah. See. Is the word believe. Believe it. Believe it. Exercise your faith in the anointing. Jesus asked, do you believe I can do this? Because Jesus believed he can. He went about doing good. He, he said, in Luke chapter 4, he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. For he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has anointed me to heal the brokenhearted. He has anointed me to preach, the, to preach deliverance to the captives. The opening of blind eyes. Jesus was a believer in what he carried. 
Hallelujah. Have faith in that anointing. See, it's the ability of God. It is the ability of God. It's the supernatural influence of God on a man's life. So it's all about God's. Not you. Not me. You know, when we are too conscious of ourselves, we can't flow in the anointing as we should. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That's why you see, you see, faith, how does faith come? Romans 10, 17. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. See, what you hear will affect your faith. What you hear will affect your faith. How much of God's word do you hear? There are some people it's only this one hour message that they will hear the, for a whole week. You cannot hear one hour message for a whole week. Hallelujah. And now feed yourself with other information that will, not, that will negatively affect your faith and expect that, I mean, anytime you just be like Samson, the spirit will come upon me and then I can just, you know, it doesn't work that way. Hallelujah. Doesn't work that way. Amen. Anytime I have uh, uh, healing meetings uh, uh, ahead of me, I learned this from Reverend Humphrey Hosseini, you know, many years ago in the 90s. I went to preach, I, I, I went to visit him in his house. So, you know, that's one man that anytime you go to his house, you know, the only thing you will hear is word. From beginning, from if you stay with him for two hours, the only thing you will hear the, 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 the first question, one of the first set of questions. That's why whenever I want to go to visit him, when he still used to live in Nigeria, I used to prepare myself because I know he's going to ask me, "What is the Lord saying to you today?" <laughs> and you know, we need such people around us. Yeah. Praise God! Yeah. So, so, so what's what's what, what's, what's the Lord has been? What has the Lord been sharing with you lately? So, if I want to go and visit such a person, I must know that I have to check, make, be sure that God has said something to me or there is something to share. Praise God. I, know, I think I should start asking some of us so that it will be on your toes. Praise God. Some people say, I won't go to pastor's house again. Come on. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, what's the Lord been saying to you? Praise God. Or else, you know what we end up talking about? Eh? Either sports or politics or, or the, the economic situation. Things that will take faith away from you. Hallelujah. No wonder your faith is not working. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I said, I can't come to church and begin preaching politics to you. I can't. Oh, that's me. I mean. Praise the Lord. 
Even if I have my preferred candidate, let me have it in my pocket. Church, here, we come to teach people Bible. Glory to God. When I discovered that there were people who went to business school and I can teach business more than me, I stopped teaching business. Let me stay with the one that I know. If you want to teach business, I'll call on Brother Gaza. I'll call on Mrs. Alode. I'll call on Brother Wale. Call on all Come and teach us how to do good customer care. I was just saying, will you go and call Ufoma for me, please? My own. Now, Bible, I know. Everybody stay on your lane. Praise the Lord. I believe in what I, can, what I carry. That the anointing of God upon my life can transform lives. If, can just, if I can just open my mouth and speak. If I can just get the opportunity, let me speak. I know people's lives will not remain the same again. Someone said I had to come and preach for 20 minutes. I first thought that, ah, 20 minutes. Why should I? 20 minutes. Give me verse on 20 minutes. Praise the Lord. But you know what? I just said, just give, you just, you're just giving me a window of 20 minutes. I will speak. And the opening of my lips shall be right things. Because I am anointed to do so. Believe in your anointing. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The first time I went, I went to, I was in Bishop Amazu's church. He has a very large church in Ivory Coast. And I was, I was given, the first time Reverend Bissia took me there. I was given 15 minutes, 10 minutes to come and share with the people. 10 minutes. Within that 10 minutes, you know, it will be tongues and interpretation of tongues. From English to French, you understand? So, so that, <laughs> so, so my preaching will, let me just talk for me for about five minutes. And when the interpreter to also she'll have to share the 10 minutes with me. Praise God. But I grabbed the hold of it. And I shared. I can't remember what I shared on. Praise God. And since then, every time I went to, I mean, I've done three days meeting with them before. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, first service, second service. Hallelujah. Because I just know I'm anointed. You say, ah, Reverend Paul, anytime you come to Cote d'Ivoire, there's a particular church. Anytime I go there, there's, in fact, it's a standing order. Anytime I'm in town, I must make sure I report to that church. I must preach there. You know, why? Because I know what I carry. Believe in what you carry. Let's read First John chapter 2 again. And we'll close with that. Praise God. Verse 27. Amen. I believe in the anointing. Oh, the whole of humanity. See, see, see. To operate that anointing. See, many times you have to leave your worries behind. Jesus Christ, when he heard the news about his, the death of his cousin, John the Baptist, the Bible says that Jesus was sorrowful. He just went to a solitary place. To, he, 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 because he was a human being, he had feelings. His cause, his, his, uh, the guy that announced his ministry, the guy that baptized him in Jordan, the guy that they had been flowing together. 
Since childhood, his cause just was just beheaded like that. It was not that he died a natural, natural cause. He was beheaded. So Jesus was sorrowful. What? Do you know what? The multitude came to look for Jesus. And what happened? Jesus left his sorrow and went to minister to the people. When we are too full of our worries, when we are too full of our primary, our own personal concerns, right? We will not flow in the anointing. Hallelujah. Nobody knows the trouble I see. Nobody needs to know flow in the anointing. God is counting on you and I. So let's read that and close. First John chapter 2. I want us all to read it out loud to ourselves. Amen. Verse 27. Have you seen it? Please open to it. Open to it, everybody. Open to it. Praise God. First John chapter 2, verse 27. One, two, go. Mm-hmm. Now, I want you to uh, personalize it. So, let's personalize it. Uh, right? Uh, one, two, go. But the anointing uh, which I have received of him uh, abides in me. And I need not that any man teach me. But as the same anointing teaches you of all things, uh, is truth and is no lie. And even as it has taught me, I shall abide in him. Stand to your feet, everybody. Glory to God. 